take over, stand and deliver. Everyone's favorite. Now, Kevin, I know you're a diehard NXT viewer. You watch every NXT episode from start to finish. You you binge watch NXT. You're a diehard fan. So, Kevin, can you please walk me through how excited you are for this takeover? Oh, man. I, man, I'm as you said, I'm the biggest NXT fan that you'll ever meet on this app. On YouTube, I'm the biggest NXT fan, hands down, bro. You know? So, yeah, I mean, with, with all with all seriousness, <laughs> I, I don't watch NXT all the time. So I don't I don't want people attacking me because of your uh, sarcastic questions. But uh, I'll walk you through how I feel about <laughs> NXT. It's yeah. uh, it's two nights. I, I think the question immediately that I'll ask you is, does NXT stand and deliver need to be two nights? Oh, it's, a, it's a good question. It really is. I think this show, what I will say is that if this card was condensed into one night, if they removed a couple of these just like matches that don't need to be there and they made this one night, I genuinely, I think this could be as good as like a takeover New Orleans or New York. That's like my honest opinion. Like if you get rid of matches like the, the, the gauntlet eliminator, if you get rid of matches like the women's tag title match, and if you get rid of something like, I mean, that's really it. Like you make this like a seven match, you know, three and a half hour, four hour long takeover extravaganza, you'll have the IWC and wrestling Twitter praising this show for the next 10 years. And I think the, the community will praise this show for a long time anyway, because like on paper, this is legit really good. So I think that answered your question. I don't even remember what your question was, but nonetheless, I think the card looks pretty good. So it should be fun doing a bit of a preview now, Kevin, shouldn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, that, I think just to build on your point, if, you, if they made this a one-night extravaganza, you take out Pete Dunne versus Kushida, I mean, yeah, that's going to be a good match, but... Is it necessary? Maybe not. No, not at all. Not at all. You know, if, right. if you condense this to Walter versus Champa, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross, the men and women tag team championships, the women's the women NXT women's championship match, there you go. You have a banger card. But as it is, we're in a pandemic. We need more content, so I'm not going to complain too much about having too much content. I mean, I'm not going to play it at all. This like really it really doesn't affect my life in any way, shape, or form. The fact that NXT is running two nights instead of one night. Like, I'm sure there are people out there that are genuinely upset that they're not getting a one-night takeover the Saturday before WrestleMania, but that's not me or you. But yeah, I mean, I, I think the card is pretty good, I would say. Like, I'll, just, I'll ask you, what ma- is there any match? If so, what match are you looking forward to the most? Uh, personally, on this card, th- th- there's two matches I'm really looking forward to. I mean, the, f- the first one is Finn Balor carrying across mm-hmm. because I want to see how they go about that. I think Karrion Cross needs to win. And the only way I'm okay with him not winning and it's acceptable for him not to win is legitimately if the next the next week on Raw, Cross debuts and just destroys someone. And Karrion Cross goes to the main roster. Because like this match, Balor and Cross, Cross should never have lost the championship. Well, well he, he, had to, he got injured. You know, my, my mistake. He got injured. He never rightfully lost the title, you know, being pinned. So a match like this, theoretically, Kevin... Karrion Cross should be winning, and it should be a really fun match. Ideally, in my ideal world, Karrion Cross squashes the glass man in five minutes, but this is NXT. They have to have a great 25-minute match where Finn Balor's headbutting Karrion Cross's collarbone. So in that regard, I don't know. I'm looking forward to that match a lot. Another match I'm looking forward to, I'll get your opinion on this in a moment, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly. Now, I'm not that you know infatuated with the storyline. I'm not like these people on wrestling Twitter who legitimately post Oh, RIP Undisputed Era, hashtag gone too soon with pictures of, you know, the Undisputed Era together and talk about how great the Undisputed Era was. Like, I'm not that big a fan of it. I'm not going to act and fake as though I am. 
But the fact of the matter is, the segments they've done have been really good. The prime target they did, the Colin O'Reilly, damn good content. WWE, don't miss the video packages. So, to, ra- to answer that question, Kevin, the unsanctioned match, Colin O'Reilly and Balor versus Cross, those are the matches I'm looking forward to. What about you, Kevin Powell? Dan Powell, walk me through what you walk me through what you're looking forward to, Powell. Um, to to be different than you, I'm looking forward to Walter versus Champa. I genuinely am. I think that match is going to be a very physical match. Um, Tommaso Champa looks old, bro. Dude looks like he's aged like 15 years in quarantine. I, I don't, I don't know what happened, Dude, but he's 35. I don't know how. Yeah, he looks like he's like 50, but that's neither here nor there. It's going to be a really good match. Walter, he's... I haven't seen him have a bad match yet since he's come to WWE. I don't know what he's done really on the indie scene. And Champa doesn't really have a bad match with anybody. So I think that's going to be really good. Do, do I care about the UK Championship? Not really. I don't watch NXT UK. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, it's not really made for people in America to watch. It's made for the UK. Shocker. Um, I am looking forward to Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez as well. I think that's going to be a really good match as well. I don't know if like, I don't know if Raquel Gonzalez is going to win. We'll, we'll talk about that in a moment, but there is some intrigue there because she seems to be on the similar path as Rhea Ripley was when Rhea Ripley won the, um, I don't even know what they call it, bro. The tournament for the number one contenders spot. I don't know, but yeah. whatever. She's following yeah. the same path as Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. She's had a long title reign. She's been great as a champion, but I'm looking forward to see how those two interact, the clash of styles. But yeah, I mean, and then I'm obviously looking forward to Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. They, I've seen their, like, one of their Ring of Honor matches. They have good chemistry. They're really good friends. NXT's telling a really good story. So I'm curious to see how they have this PG unsanctioned match. Yeah, and uh, the other match I want to mention, the latter match for the Cruiserweight title, I think that one deserves some, you know, notoriety. I think Devlin and Escobar, Escobar is fantastic. Like, that dude is Andrade with charisma. So, like, in that regard, I think that match should be just phenomenal. I think the fact that they're doing a ladder match, that makes it better as well. It's not just going to be a 15-minute, you know, thigh-slapping, cruiserweight, you know, d- you know kerfuffle, debacle type. The, the type of cruiserweight match you usually get, which is 15 minutes of dudes flipping around doing trapeze access circus. It's not just going to be that. Well, it probably will be, but they'll have ladders involved, so it'll be more fun. So, that match deserves a bit of notoriety. I think now... It's a, we'll just we'll just cut through all this stuff. We'll, we'll go through like the predictions, what we think of each match, etc. So, a, any place you want to start us off, Kevin? Any match you want to talk about first? Yeah, let, let's talk about night one. Might as well. Let's just run through night one real quick. We'll talk about the the tag team championship match. This is the first time in a few takeovers that the tag team titles have been defended. It's a triple threat match. You have MSK versus the Grizzly Young Veterans versus the Gato del Fantasma. What what do you have to say about this one? Let's start there. Um. Uh, look, I, I want to genuinely echo the sentiment that the tag team division in NXT has been largely garbage for the past, like, yeah, 13 months. I remember TakeOver Portland, there was the Broserweights against UAE, and that was, like, a genuinely, like, really good match. The tag team titles felt legitimately important. They had prestige because they weren't really changing hands much, so it featured a lot. Now, in the past 13 months, the tag titles have been... I mean, irrelevant, redundant. I mean, they're good words to use. I mean, Lorcan and Birch held them for like six months. I, I forgot who the champions were legitimately for about four last four months. So they vacated the titles because of an injury. Now we have this match. These three teams, personally, I think it'd be cool if Legado Del Fantasma wins just so we can have the shot of Escobar with the Cruiserweight title and then Mendoza and Wild with the tag titles. I think that'd be cool. But realistically, I think MSK will be winning this match just because they're like the... They're the, the 
chosen ones in NXT at the moment. They're the tag team Triple H likes most. I can picture Triple H, you know, there's a picture of him halfway through the show in gorilla position doing his famous Triple H point to Wesley and Nash Carter as they're holding the tag titles. I can picture that. So, yeah, I think MSK get the win here. Grizzly Young Veterans, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of them. They're just bland to me. Their promos are just so generic. So that's me. What do you think? It's funny you mentioned the, the Triple H pose. You know, as Cody famously said, we got to make we got to make Triple H look tall, pal. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, MSK, they're probably the right picks here. They're the they're the flavor of the month. I, I think it's quite obvious. I mean, yes, like I don't know if Taz, but that would be very cool. The Grizzly Young Veterans, like you said, they're just they're charisma vacuums. They're, I don't know if anybody really wants to see them win. And MSK came in with this hype from Impact. They came from Impact, so people love them. They're perfect for the NXT crowd. They're somebody that could potentially bring charisma, bring the tag team division back from the shambles that it once was in. Like you said perfectly, the NXT tag team division has just been irrelevant. Who Nobody's talking about the NXT tag team division. So I think MSK can potentially bring it back. But yeah, anything else you want to add about the tag team title match? Um, uh, I just want to bury Grizzly Young Veterans a bit more. I mean, this team, like, you can tell... <laughs> You can tell they try to make them just like these edgy mic workers. They cut these promos. You have like James, oh, you know, Zach Gibson's like, Zach Gibson comes out being like, oh, you know, I'm sick of this injustice. Like, we deserve to be, a, you know, tag champions. We're from the UK. Like, it, it's just like, I watch their promos and think, yes, compared to everyone else in NXT, these are, these are good promos. But that, that, that's like saying, oh, you know, the, the, you know, take a running race, for example. This team finished 74th. Oh, this person finished 74th. They're better than the people who finished 89th, 112th, and 140th. Therefore, they're good. Like, no, just because they're better at cutting promos than the, the people who just, like, just are inept at it doesn't make them great promo workers, okay? That's, I wanted to get that in there. I just felt the need to bury this team a bit more. But nonetheless, anything else about the tag match, Kevin, before we move on? No, nope, I'm going to move on to the next match. So Let's go. Pete Dunn versus Kushida. I'll be honest, I don't really know the story that they're going for here with this. Do you have any insight on the story? Because I'm just looking at yeah, it. The story, the story is that it's going to be a great match. There's yeah, your story. That's what I was thinking, but you said it, not me. So <laughs> to predict this, uh, there's no real stakes. So does a winner even matter? Is is the winner going to be jockeying for position amongst the clouded North American <laughs> championship scene? Is that is that what's going to happen? Is Kushida going to win and challenge Johnny Gargano again? Is Pete Dunne going to win and, and lose to Johnny Gargano in the way, pal? There's no stakes, so I don't know what's going on here. Like you said, it's just going to be a good match, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. So for the sake of predictions, I, I'll just say that Pete Dunne is going to win. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same camp as you. Pete Dunne's winning this match, I think. They just did that whole legit like two, three-month um, Kushida and Johnny Gagano promo pro, pro, program. There we go. They did this whole Kushida Johnny Gagano thing. They had the match at um, Takeover Valentine's or you know Valentine's Day Massacre. They did that whole thing then. So they, they've done that. Now we've been seeing Johnny Gagano versus Dexter Loomis literally every week for like two months. We've moved on from Kushida. Kushida, he's old news. He's irrelevant now. It's Pete Dunne's time. I don't know where they're gonna go with Pete Dunne. I like Pete Dunne wins this match. Where to next? Are you going to have Pete Dunne squash? I don't even know. Is, are we going to have Pete Dunne versus LA Knight for the North American title? Like, I don't know where they're going to go with this. I think Pete Dunne's winning this match. So I think it's all, all the time we need to give this just random filler great match on night one, Kevin. Absolutely. 
So let's talk about the six-man gauntlet eliminator match to determine the number one contender for the NXT North America Championship on night two. Wow, that's a mouthful. This is the clouded North American Championship scene that I was talking about here. I mean, you got Leon Ruff, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, and L.A. Knight. After saying all those names back, I'm guessing L.A. Knight's going to win. He's the new guy in town. coming Again, another talent from Impact coming to NXT. NXT Impact, pal. So... What do you think, bro? I say LA Knight. Yeah, legit. I think, I mean, the cast of wrestlers in this match, it's such an interesting group. This is the NXT North American title picture, I guess. Leon Ruff, I mean, he's a, he's a one-time North American champion. John, day day away. Um, yeah, he's, he's not winning this match. Isaiah Swerve Scott, I like the guy. I think he's good. He's, he should have been Cruiserweight champion at least by now, but just he's not. He's not winning this match. Bronson Reed, aka Wrestling Otaku. He's all right. He beat LA Knight like two weeks ago. So in other words, he's not winning this match. Uh, Cameron Grimes, can't stand the guy moving on. Dexter Loomis, I-, I think he's all right. I mean, as far as like the dark characters go in wrestling, he's fine, I guess. But nonetheless, LA Knight's winning this match. I don't think there's much more else to say. So yeah, let's move on to the next match, Kevin. LA Knight is getting the W here. I, I want to talk about Cameron Grimes for like 30 seconds. Isn't it funny that everybody loves him now because he came out and said he won money from GameStop? Like, I, I don't understand the Cameron Grimes love all of a sudden. But whatever. Uh, yeah, so. well, it's one, these, Kevin, it's one of these things you talked about it with like the Miz and how like you know no one cared for him until literally 2016. Then he cut with one promo. And now everyone just loves him. It's legit the same thing, Cameron Grimes. Like almost part and parcel. Grimes is irrelevant. No one cares about him. He's a, a channel changer every time he's on for like a year and a half. Then all of a sudden he cuts a promo saying that he he became rich due to like stocks. And now it's like, oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, wow. Oh, Cameron Grimes. Damn it, Cal. Like, bro. <laughs> yeah, he dropped these cringe music videos and people are praising it, but that's enough about Cameron Grimes. Let's talk about the NXT United Kingdom Championship, pal. Walter versus Champa. We t- I talked about this at the top. This will probably be a show stealer on this card. I think it, if you look Definitely. at the five matches Definitely. on night one, this would be the one that's like, yeah, this is the one we're going to talk about years to come. Um... I don't really know what to expect from this because Champa hasn't been on top of his game. For, he hasn't been on top of his game for the last like year and a half, going on two years now. And Walter, he's running the NXT UK scene, doing a great job over there. I don't know. I just don't know what to expect. I hope that this match can deliver to the hype, but I, I, I don't see any way that Champa wins the title. I think this is just a way for WWE to showcase Walter on their on NXT's biggest stage of the year. I think there's really not much more else to it. Yeah, you make a great point with that, because, like, the thing with Champa, when I think of, like, modern NXT, by modern, I mean, like, the last, like, five years, when NXT's been great, like, objectively, Champa's been right at the forefront of it, or at least he's been, like, a, you know, a main contributor to it, like, 2016, 17, 18, 2019, hell, the first, like, two months of 2020, Champa was, like, on top of his game, relevant. Ever since the pandemic hit, I mean, uh, I mean, Champa, NXT... There's been a distinctive fall off there. I think this match is going to be big because, for one, this will be the match everyone gives five stars. You can see it now, Kevin. Every slideshow reviewer is going to give this match five stars. I can picture it. It's going to go like 25 minutes. Walter, or sorry, Volta, he's going to slap and chop Champa's chest until that thing's literally like you know purple and bleeding. I, I, I don't envy Champa going into this match, but nonetheless, I think Volta's winning this match. I don't think Champa winning the UK title would make any sense. As you say, it's just a way for them to get the UK title onto TakeOver. But nonetheless, I think the match is going to be insanely good. Champa, 
this is a match for him to get back on track because I know people are going to say to try and defend him, oh, but he's had a great storyline, Timothy Thatcher, man. It's like, and who was watching it, you know? Like, <laughs> nonetheless, this is Chamber's opportunity to get back on track. He looks like he's about 75 nowadays, like from the neck up. He, he still looks jacked, but it's from the neck up, he looks so old now. So nonetheless, Volta's winning. The match is going to be insane. It's going to, it's going to steal the show on night one. So anything else to say, Kevin? Nope, let's get right to the NXT Women's Championship match. Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez. I'm a big fan of Raquel Gonzalez. I love her. I'll admit it. I like Io Shirai too. But I think it's time for Io Shirai to put someone else over. I mean, she's been champion now for like 10 months. I don't know what else, what more NXT and Triple H and Shawn Michaels could get out of Io Shirai's title reign. She's had a great title reign. A lot of people want it to keep going, and I just, I don't understand why. Like, what more can she do? She's faced everyone she's beaten everyone in the women's division she's i mean she's beaten tony storm she's beaten i feel like she's beaten dakota kai she's just beating you name it she's beaten them uh what do you think about this do you see potential in raquel gonzalez or do you think Io Shirai should keep the belt um i definitely don't think Io should keep the belt i'll be honest like i mean like i mean you say it there like eo she's held the title since takeover in your house which was what beginning of june so as of this show, it's going to legitimately be, yeah, 10 months. So she's held the belt forever. People will just praise her to the moon and back on, you know, the wrestling in the community. It's like fair play. If you, you know, I, I just don't see it with EO. It's like, okay, she's, she's a great wrestler. It, it, it's the same thing with Daniel Bryan stuff. It's like, I like EO because she's EO. It, you know, it's like, awesome. I'm genuinely happy you do. But personally speaking, I just, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, to answer the question, Raquel Gonzalez, I see her winning and then maybe Dakota Kai turns on her or something afterwards, something like that. Yeah. I think that, that makes sense. I feel like th- th- they could do some storyline where Dakota Kai, she's like so insecure with herself that she knows that she couldn't beat Eo Shirai. Eo beat her like twice for the title. So she has to rely upon her, her muscle, Raquel Gonzalez, to beat Eo. And then Dakota Kai can use underhanded tactics to beat Raquel just because Dakota knew she couldn't beat it. They'll do some convoluted story like that. At the end of the day, I see Raquel winning to a close takeover night one. That's what I see. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I thought I thought NXT was going to put the Women's Championship on Tony Storm, just because, you know, everybody loves her. They should have. They should have, but they didn't, pal. Damn it. Yeah, I really oh. don't have to explain why people love Tony Storm. You get it. <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, she didn't win. I I really thought she did. I mean, I know. Do you like Tony Storm? That that's your favorite wrestler, isn't it? Um, this female wrestler wise, probably yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. Why yeah. not? Yeah, it's, a, it's it's only because she's from Australia, right? Like, there's no other reason. Well, but by that logic, Peyton Royce and Rhea Ripley should be my favorites. I, I'm nothing both of them. They so. are. I thought they were <laughs> your favorite. No, pal. Just just as Rhea Ripley's from. <laughs> God knows how far away. I'm not, just as Rhea Ripley's from the same country as me doesn't mean I'm a fan. Like, uh, wow, how, I had the whole thing of oh well. They're from your country, therefore you have to like them. No, that's that's just stereotypical. Like, I don't. <laughs> How many of WWE's female talent is from Australia? Holy hell! Too many, too many. Like, is Indy Hartwell? Is it Dakota got, Kai too? She's from New Zealand, so basically, <laughs> Tony wow. Storm's from New Zealand, but lived on the Gold Coast or whatever. So I don't even know. What is what is Triple H's obsession with Australian and New Zealand like Anzac women? Like, like what is his obsession? Hey, somebody you should like, ask Stephanie, pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I I a Triple H. Uh, Sean, uh, when's our next Australia tryout? Uh, 
we need to get the iconics. Like this, <laughs> bro. Anyways, and answer the question. Yeah, I hope Rakal wins, but EO is probably gonna win because this is NXT, pal. Damn it. <laughs> oh my god, you love to see it. So I'll ask also, this. I need another another point in real quick. Sorry to interrupt. I can picture Raquel wins the title and literally every day of the next like six months when the Raquel or Dakota's the NXT Women's Champion, people on wrestling Twitter tweet every day, I miss this so much. And there's a picture of Eo Shrive with the NXT Women's Championship or, oh, I, 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 I wish this reign continued. And there's a picture of Eo Shrive at TakeOver holding the title. It's like her reign's, gonna, her reign's gone for 10 months. She's been champion just like literally 300 days now. You've had enough of Eo. We can get someone fresh in the main event scene for NXT Women's Division. Breathe, calm down, move on. Next match, Kevin. Uh, I just want to ask this in all seriousness. Uh, Tony Storm is actually one of your favorite talents in NXT? In, in WWE altogether. Because, I mean, like, who, who would I like more than Tony Storm? What, Bailey? Like, you know? <laughs> just, oh, I, I, damn it. I prefer Ruby Wright. She wrestles better matches, pal. Damn it. Yeah, it's, like, all, it's all about Tony Storm's in-ring ability, right? That, that's what... That's yeah, what all about the in-ring, pal. All about the in-ring. Yeah. And remember, guys, it's all about Tony Storm's in-ring ability, pal. All right. Yes, pal. The opening match of Night 2 is Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Well, this is not the opening match. It's just the order in Wikipedia. It should be the ladder match, though, yeah. but nonetheless, yeah. It's, it's Ember, Moon. Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart defending their tag team titles that they won from Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai 59 minutes after they were handed the belts by William Regal. They're defending the belts against Candice LeRae and your favorite wrestler, Indy Hartwell. So <laughs> You're a tool bag, Kevin. Damn you. <laughs> uh, it's funny because people ask you that all the time. Like, oh, don't you love the Australian wrestlers? Like, no, like it's silly, bro. It's silly to assume that. No, I don't. I, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Indy Hartwell could be from anywhere. I don't discriminate, okay? She's Australian, okay? I, I'm not a fan. I don't care. Like, who... Anyway, anyway, this tag match, I'll give my opinion real quick. I don't care. I, 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 when this match comes on, when this match comes on, I'll be sitting on my phone tweeting. Uh, oh the NXT God. women's tag belts are as irrelevant as the WWE women's tag belts. It's just, it's another belt to give Charlotte Flair sometime down the line. Who wins this match? Probably the way. Knowing NXT, Candice and India will hold the women's tag title belts. Johnny Gagano is going to hold the NXT North American title belt. Austin Theory will walk around being like, <laughs> I've got no belt. <laughs> I lift weights. Oh and then that would be the way. So, yeah, that's my preview and predictions. <laughs> the way the way will probably win if they don't. People on Twitter will be like, oh, my God, I'm sick of seeing Candice LeRae held down. Candice deserves better. I remember her match in PWG versus Brian Cage. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, no. Anyway, that's my prediction. What do you think? <laughs> Uh, I, I seen a video on Instagram the other day of your favorite wrestler, Indy Hartwell. Asked, oh, shut up, <laughs> Kevin, you die, you clown. <laughs> she, she was asking Raquel Gonzalez what it takes to be an NXT Women's Tag Team Champion. She was making a mockery of the entire thing that, that, that <laughs> WWE switched the belts in 59 minutes after creating them. <laughs> Had two champions. <laughs> I was just like, you know, Indy Hartwell might be my new favorite wrestler right now because of that. It's so funny. But ju- just for that skit alone... I hope Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell win. I really do. And and ju- and I don't like Ember Moon or Shotzi Blackheart. I don't understand why people love Shotzi Blackheart. That's I just don't get it. You can hate me if you want. Whatever. I don't care. Like she's just a girl with green hair. Okay. She drives an army tank. Nice. She's doing DX from two thousand nine. Okay. That's, that's why. That's why Triple H and Sean love her because it's legit 09 DX. 
know? Yeah. Like, jeez, man. 13 year old me didn't find that funny. Get out there. Get out there in the tank. Uh, uh, Sean. Hey, Sean's just like us in 1998. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, like the 13 year old me didn't find Slime DX funny. I definitely don't find Shotzi Blackheart entertaining or funny. So, at least Candace Ray and Indy Hartwell, they have some personality. You know, they can offer something to the when they're on screen, when they're standing next to Johnny Gargano. Like, they're the best part about Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory and that whole faction. Because they're actually. Not hard, Kevin. Not hard. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Indy Hartwell's taller than Johnny Gargano. For God's sake, you know, I mean, they're actually kind of funny. Like, like I said, go watch that skit, people. You know what I'm talking about. And Candice Array, if if for all the charisma that Johnny Gargano lacks, it was all given to Candice Array when they got married. Like, what I don't even know what happened, but Candice Array is way more charismatic than him. So yeah, so I hope they win. I'm gonna stop rambling now. Let's look at the unsanctioned match: Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. This is this is the most personal feud in the history of Ring of Honor. I've been told. The bloodiest feud. This is like this is gonna be the match of the century. You talk about five stars. This is the match. This match is gonna get six stars by slideshow reviewers. It doesn't matter oh, yeah. what they do. It doesn't matter if they have a PG hardcore match like like John Moxley and, and Brock Lesnar had at WrestleMania 32, or if they have a blood war. You know, it doesn't matter. This match is gonna be just perceived to be better than it is. That's just the way it is. I'm not saying it's gonna be a bad match, but people are gonna hype it up so much that. It's going to be impossible for some people that aren't invested into the feud to truly enjoy it. So, yeah, with that oh, being yeah. said, I don't really know who wins. I don't know. There's a lot of ways they could go with the story. They could go with Adam, with Kyle O'Reilly being the babyface chasing the evil heel Adam Cole. Or they could just have Adam Cole be Kyle O'Reilly and move on to the next thing and just go back to the NXT title picture. I don't know. I really don't know how to predict this one. Well, I mean, you nailed it with the ladder. Like, it's legit. This is NXT, Kevin. So who do you think's going to win? Yes. Adam Cole's gonna win, baby. Like, like this is this is the same promotion which had this uh, same Adam Cole hold the hold their lead title for four hundred days because they can. Damn it! Can you can you, can you, you know? do an impression of uh, Triple H talking about how Adam Cole needs to win? Uh, uh Sean, <laughs> who do you think should win, Cole or O'Reilly? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, need to ask you, <laughs> Adam Cole should win this match. He's <laughs> Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> That's legit. Adam Cole is winning this match. They, as you say, that whole thing with perception versus reality, because of who's involved, people going into this match will automatically think it's going to be better than it is. And as a result, they're going to say it was the match of the year, even if it's like, you know, the, objectively, like, let's say the 10th best match of the year, because of who's involved, because it's a takeover, because it's, unsanctioned Cole O'Reilly because of the because the feud's personal people are going to say oh my god the best match I've ever seen oh my god oh so personal oh my god look, look at the way Adam Cole slaps his thigh when he does that super kick to O'Reilly oh it's so personal <laughs> Kevin psychology long-term storytelling oh Kevin oh my god oh my god they had a match in what 2015 ring of honor oh my god kevin uh, i don't know like, what, this, what, what what you have in your breakfast today bro you're on fire man i i, I barely had breakfast it's 8 30 in the morning in australia so nonetheless um just, you're on fire today bro jeez no it's, it's just kevin this match it'll be it'll be objectively quite a good match people are gonna tout this as the great this is people are gonna say this is like up there with like the greatest thing in wrestling history no matter what they do, because of who's involved. 
and people are going to give it the five to seven star ratings just because it's Colin O'Reilly. So that's my take. The match will be good. It will be overrated just because of who's involved because it's a takeover. Enjoy the match all you will. I'll enjoy it. It should be fun. The storyline's been good. The video package has been good. But I think this will be overrated just because who's involved. That's my analysis, Kevin. Damn cow. Ah. I mean, either way, you'll get to see the match seven hours before me because you're in Australia, bro, because that's how things work, you know, with, with time frames. You know. What? You, 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 <laughs> you remember when somebody asked you if you get breaking news before the rest of the world because you're in Australia? Oh, yeah, that, that's totally how time zones work, pal. <laughs> if that was the case, if that was the case, I'd watch a, a sports game and then I'd literally go back and bet my life savings on, on the outcome. <laughs> but that's so dumb. Whoever said that, whoever said that, Next next match, next match, move on. I don't want to get cancelled. <laughs> uh, we got Johnny Gargano versus, versus um, you know... To be determined. The Invisible Man. So whatever jobber wins the gauntlet, Johnny Gargano's going to squash them with the help of Austin Theory and his wife and, and your favorite wrestler, <laughs> Indy Hartwell. So uh, enough about that. <laughs> well, according to Wikipedia, Kevin, we're getting Johnny Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly, apparently. So. Yeah, that's what Wikipedia said. I, I refreshed it and they changed it, but when I first logged on here, it's like Kyle O'Reilly's doing double duty, pal. Um, yeah, so Kyle O'Reilly's going to be in a 32-minute unsanctioned match where he'll probably he'll probably be sent through some LED board and then he'll be, like, dead, sent off to hospital. And But he's he's doing double duty, pal, but nah. Yeah, he's, think, he's coming back out to have a 45-minute thigh slap fest with Johnny Gargano. Legit. I think this it's fairly straightforward. There's Johnny Gargano... He's faced Leon Ruff. He's faced Swerve Scott. Bronson Reed's a heel. Grimes is a heel. Dexter Loomis, he's faced like 17 times. LA Knight's a baby face. Johnny's a heel. They haven't wrestled yet. We're getting LA Knight, Johnny Gagano. You know, you know what, what, once, put- he, once he beats LA Knight, the, there's going to be a, just a, an explosion on wrestling Twitter. Oh my God, LA Knight deserves better. Triple H doesn't know talent if it hit him in the face. Well, wait. he doesn't, but anyway. Um, nonetheless... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> this is the same guy. This is the same guy who, who thought Elias was talentless and literally wanted to fire Elias until Elias, ah, oh, whatever. Anyway, anyway, LA Knight will be winning this match. If he doesn't, once again, same with the Adam Cole thing. Who's going to be surprised? This is Triple H. Ooh, Johnny Gargano. Ooh, we need you to beat LA Knight. Ooh, these anti smokes like LA Knight. We're going to have you beat him. Ooh. It's the same thing, so. Yeah, Johnny Gargano gets the W here. Most likely, that's my prediction. Absolutely. Johnny Gargano squashing whatever job or Triple H puts in front of him. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they, they, this match, he's going to squash LA Knight so bad that maybe his wife and your favorite wrestler won't even be at ringside. He'll just have Johnny Gargano just, you know, pretend like he's like as on the same height, same body frame as LA Knight and just beat him with like whatever his, his finishing move is, the last call kick Kevin, or whatever the hell Kevin, Triple H, Triple H had Leon Ruff beat Johnny Gargano. But they're gonna. They're, no doubt they're gonna have Johnny Gargano beat LA Knight. You just know this is gonna happen, pal. You know it. Yeah, like, yeah I, I can't wait to see wrestling Twitter exploding, just calling for Triple H's head on a freaking knife, bro. Just. I swear to God, if if NXT on night two have Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and Finn Balor win their respective matches, it's <laughs> it's it's like you take you're not making any progress. They're just staying stagnant at that point. Well, that's all the promotion is. That's what, like it's a piss take. But anyway, anyway, moving on to the next oh, match, geez. Kevin. Jordan Devlin and Santos Escobar. I, I talked about this briefly before. What are your thoughts? It's a, it's a ladder match to determine the undisputed Cruiserweight champion as uh, Jordan Devlin, the NXT Cruiserweight champion, defends against Santos Escobar, the interim Cruiserweight champion. There, John. So, 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 so walk me through. Walk me through this match and how it makes you feel, Kevin. All right, I'll, I'll walk you through there, there, Maggle. Um, you know, this match, 
Eh, you say what you want about Jordan Devlin. A lot of people hate him. I am not too thrilled that he's on TV after the allegations that are against him, but I can't do anything about that, so I'm not even going to try to change it or complain. I'm just looking strictly at the match itself. Santos Escobar, I guess he's the interim NXT Cruiserweight Champion now. I didn't even know that was a thing. This is boxing, I guess. We have interim champions. Ugh, gotta have that, pal. So... Yeah, it's going to be a good match, though. A ladder match between these two guys. Like like, like like you said about Pete Dunne and Kushida, it's going to be a good match. The Cruiserweight division is as dead as you could possibly get. I thought, what happened to 205 Live? Is that still a thing? Well, why is it? Why is the NXT Cruiserweight, cha- why is the Cruiserweight Championship ruining NXT? Why is it on 205 Live? I don't know. Whatever. I like Santos Escobar. He's really good. He deserves more than this, pal. But what can I say, bro? I think Santos Escobar is probably going to win. I, ho- I hope he wins, at least. Yeah, I, I think Escobar wins. To be honest, like Devlin's okay, I guess. I, I don't, I don't care, Kevin. I, I don't watch. I watch the Escobar stuff. That's like the only cruiserweight stuff I've remotely cared about in the past like year. The rest of the cruiserweight stuff's just been, it, it, it's been a bathroom break, at least in my opinion. It's just let's watch. Uh, like the, the thing that made WCW's cruiserweight so good. One, the talent involved: Ray, Juventud, Guerrera, Eddie, Benoit, Malenko. Etc. Psychosis, etc. They were legitimately like amazing pro wrestlers, and they were opening the shows. It was a good juxtaposition because WCW would have, you know, Big Show versus or Paul White versus Hulk Hogan in the main event of their show, and you had these great cruiserweight classics open. It was a great juxtaposition. This, the cruiserweights don't work when literally everyone on the show is a cruiserweight outside of Cross and Bronson Reed. So the cruiserweights NXT, it doesn't work. Like Jordan, what's what's different about Jordan Devlin than Adam Cole, Johnny, or Finn Balor? Like literally nothing. Like they they like physically they're literally the same, wrestle a similar style. So he, he, Jordan Devlin and, looks just like Finn Balor too. Like they, they look like cousins or something. Santos Escobar. I mean, I'm not gonna not gonna say it. Santos Escobar is literally bigger than Finn Balor and all, like all these other guys. So <laughs> anyway, anyway, back to the point. The match: Devlin Escobar. Who wins? I think Escobar. He should win. Knowing NXT though, Devlin's gonna win and Twitter will freak out. So any predict anything else about that match, Kevin, or can we move on to the main event? Yeah, we'll, we'll get the dream match. Once Finn Balor squashes Karrion Cross with with no outside interference, we'll get the dream match of Jordan Devlin versus Finn Balor, bro. Are you trying to make me quit doing the podcast altogether? <laughs> Just Oh uh, God. I mean Karrion Cross is going up to Raw or SmackDown, bro. Let's just talk about it. We gotta talk about. It. We gotta have that uncomfortable conversation. He's going up to Raw and SmackDown. He's not made for NXT, bro. He's been there too long. Yeah, Finn Balor's gonna squash sure. him, and it's gonna be tough to see. But it'll be better once he shows up on Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. And he like breaks Edge's neck or something, so it'll all be worth it. <laughs> Imagine that'd be cool. Uh, nah. Um, Jesus. Yeah, Balor and Cross, Kevin. Um, I have like this sinking feeling about this match because, as you say, Cross is going up to the main roster. Whether, whether he makes his debut at WrestleMania night one, two, Raw after Mania, SmackDown after Mania, whichever show he debuts on for the main roster, he's going there. Because the whole carrying cost act is too big for NXT. NXT is a charisma vacuum. It's a money pit filled with guys who can't make it in the big time. So in that regard, Cross is too big for this, this Fed. So he's probably going to be jobbed out to Finn Balor because Triple H is like, uh, well, he's more buff than I was back in the day. So, uh, I, I stuffed you, Cross. Get, get, get out of here, pal. We're gonna have fit, we're gonna fit Balor win this match. <laughs> that's legit. That's that's what's gonna happen, Kevin. Finn Balor's gonna beat Cross. Probably it's probably gonna be a like seventeen minute great match. 
Yeah, they, they, I'm they, gonna feel. Yeah, they, this match gives me like Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar WrestleMania 35. Yes, that's exactly what this is. Watch them have Finn Balor come out of the gate just assaulting Cross, hits about five Coupe de Gras and just pins him. And then I'll literally throw up on the floor in my house. That's legit what will happen. So, yeah. Yeah, so Scarlett will just be like, oh my God, this short man beat my husband. Oh, Scarlett will be like, she'll get ringside. Like, she'll be in some overly done up outfit that probably took, you know, you know, makeup and design like about three days to make. She'll just be at ringside, like screaming and crying as Bella keeps hitting stomp after stomp across. Bella's believable move set, which makes, which is consisting of a shotgun drop kick and a reverse bloody Sunday, Kevin. So, yeah, it's going to be something else. I think Balor's beating Cross because it's NXT. Balor, Cole, Gargano have to win their matches. So, yeah. Damn it, pal. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. I think we are done with NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. Yep. Um, I-, I think it's safe to say that Night 2 is kind of the must-see card. I think I don't think I'm going out on a limb there saying that. Oh, God, no. It's more must-see, must, it's more must <laughs> see, but after doing that preview, I'm genuinely really worried that they're just going to have Cole, Gargano, and Balor win. Cross will be cross will be jobbed out. It's just going to be I don't even know. I, I'm now more worried after doing this preview. So, yeah. And any other words, Kevin? Uh, no. Let, 